What's going on, guys? You're tuned in to another episode of the Four Quarters Podcast. Just wanted to do something a bit different this time around and take a moment to remember the late, great Nipsey Hussle, uh, who lost his life last Sunday at the hands of gun violence in Los Angeles. Thank you. Tons and tons of celebrities and musicians and rappers took the time out to remember Nipsey Hussle, um, someone who really showed his his love for Nipsey uh, was Russell Westbrook, who had an amazing game against the Lakers. He dropped an amazing 20 points, 20 assists, and a career high, tying 20 rebounds on Tuesday. He took a moment after the game, which the Thunder won, 119-103 to dedicate his jaw-dropping performance to Nipsey, basically saying, this one's for Nipsey. Westbrook and Nipsey were actually friends outside of the entertainment industry. The rapper helped serve food to guests at Westbrook's Foundation Thanksgiving dinner in Los Angeles back in 2013. Now, Westbrook and Hustle also come from generally the same areas. Westbrook is a, a native of Long Beach, and he also showed up to Nipsey Hussle's store, um, Marathon Clothing, back in 2007 for the opening of it. So those guys just always were around each other um, as much as they could be and just had a friendship that uh, transcended their individual crafts. So it, it's just really good to see Russell Westbrook kind of just shout out Nipsey in that way and you know it was just very touching to me and I'm sure he he played with a heavy heart and he just wanted to make it known that Nipsey was on his mind and and to show that love so shout out to Wesley Westbrook um you get the MVP nod for this week basically when I heard Kristaps Porzingis uh was accused of of uh raping a woman I was actually on the train coming back home um, from a trip over the weekend, and I just I couldn't believe what I was reading. You see, Chris Dabbs Porzingis as kind of like this this young kid who carries himself really well and is just a people person and just loves his fans and, and loves the kids and everything. This accusation basically stems from something that allegedly happened. In February of 2018, um, while KP was a member of the Knicks, a rep for Porzingis, whom the Knicks traded to the Mavericks on January 31st in that deal, basically is denied that account, saying that the woman is extorting or wants to extort tens of thousands of dollars from KP by levying false accusations. Right now, uh, KP hasn't been charged of a crime, but it's just basically a huge blow to the character of this guy who's kind of just always been a straightforward, kind of clean-cut dude who, like I said, just exudes you know tons of confidence and just great morale um, on the basketball court. There's there's just there's a lot of reports about this incident and as with any accusation, you know, people are very quick to condemn 
the person who's allegedly responsible for the act. I think right now we don't know anything, so I can't. I'm not really gonna say too much on it. I think it's such a, a sensitive subject. On a lighter note, the Knicks may be getting a new owner soon. Jeff Bezos, that's right, the Amazon CEO is interested in buying the team, according to Charles Oakley, a former Nick, who last week during a pilot of the Ringer film called Tough Chef with Charles Oakley, the big man basically said that he heard Jeff Bezos wanted to purchase the New York Knicks. He still wants to have some sort of real estate in New York, so why not buy the Garden Bill Simmons basically got the scoop on this one, man, and he reported in February that Dolan was listening to offers for the franchise. Everyone at the Garden immediately denied that report. You know, we don't know where Oakley's getting his information. He might be a little biased based on experiences at the Garden in which he was not treated very well. Uh, He was ejected. James Dolan's never really been a fan of the guy. Um, Oakley might be right. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting nonetheless. Um, we've seen the Knicks kind of go down this path of destruction. It's been very, very hard to be a Knicks fan just based on the things that James Dolan has decided to do for the team. I mean, I don't have to mention this, but, you know, you had the blockbuster deal that, you know, that landed Carmelo Anthony and also traded away every asset the Knicks ever had in the franchise's history. (laughs) It's just extremely exciting if this is true. I would love for the Knicks to get a new owner. I think Dolan has run his course. I think after he leaves, things will continue on the up and up, and we may land Zion Williamson. That kind of brightens our chances of, you know, things getting better for the franchise. I don't know if James Dolan is aware of the things that he's doing. I don't know if he's aware that he's not the greatest person for this job right now. But fans have seemed to have made that very clear. There's been boycotts. There's been threats of boycotts. There's been all types of noise headed in Dolan's direction. Jeff Bezos may not be the ideal candidate for this position. I don't know if he'd be a step up from James Dolan. Um, I just know that anyone not named James Dolan would be a good fit for this job. So it would be interesting to see if Jeff Bezos could acquire the Knicks and what could happen after that. Honestly, it'd be too much surrounding the team and it just wouldn't be good um, just for all the celebrity attention and this, you got this billionaire guy who, you know, he just kind of comes off as not really caring about people and just wanting to build Amazon spaces everywhere and, you know, take over the world, <laughs> so to speak. So I don't know if he's a basketball fan. Um, I don't know if this would just be a financial gain for him or he, or would he really just bring a passion and try to fix this franchise? So there's more Knicks news. Apparently, On Wednesday, Bleacher Report's Rick Butcher appeared on FS1's The Herd with Colin Coward, where he basically is saying that Durant's future 
is with the Knicks and that it's a quote, a done deal. From everything I heard, it's done. Yes, he's leaving. If he so much as gets the Knicks into the conference finals, he'll be beloved there like he never has been at Golden State after two championships. That's what Rick Butcher said. Now, Butcher's uh, comment basically echoes the sentiment of a lot of NBA executives around the league who kind of are already saying that Durant will be a Nick um, next year. So it doesn't really surprise me that, you know, you got another guy saying that Durant is uh, a shoo-in for the Knicks. I don't know how the Knicks would make this possible. I wouldn't want them to, you know, give up any of their amazing young guys. Ha ha ha. I mean, (laughs) no, I mean, on a serious note, Honestly, I I just, I don't want, I want the Knicks to be patient with any move that they make. I don't want them to make another Carmelo Anthony mistake in which they give up everything they have. They give up the the shirts on their backs to land a guy who probably wants to be there anyway. I don't think Durant has made it clear that he wants to be a Nick. He has at some points made it clear that he may not be the happiest in Golden State. So there has been, based on that speculation that, you know, he probably will leave at some point in the near future. So if you're like me and you kind of a Fairweather fan of uh, the NCAA, you were sucked in to this Duke game um, over the weekend. Unfortunately, the team lost, but you did get to see more of Zion Williamson's ability to just dominate. He looks NBA ready to me. I think a lot of people are arguing that he's not NBA ready. They're saying that there's other people ahead of him that's that are more NBA ready. Basically, one guy, Murray State sophomore John Morant, who today declared for the 2019 NBA draft. According to this mock draft, uh, on NBA Draft.net, Zion Williamson is projected to be the number one pick. John Morant is projected as a second pick. And RJ Barrett is rounding out the third. It's just going to be interesting to see, you know, where these guys go. John Morant is just a great combo guard. I wouldn't be mad if the Knicks picked him up. Obviously, I probably want Zion over Morant, but I'm not mad either if we if the Knicks get Morant. We haven't had a great combo guard in such a long time that that brings that type of intensity that John Morant brings. In the NCAA tournament, he basically averaged 24.5 points and 10 assists and 5.7 rebounds, which is the top in the nation. It's just going to be great to see these young guys come into the league. So Zion hasn't yet officially declared for the 2019 NBA draft, but I'm pretty confident that he will. Honestly, if he did do another year in Duke, that would surprise everybody. I would say just go ahead and get your money, man, because, you know, you've already seen your shoe blow out. You hurt yourself from that. Any more time that you're spending in the NCAA probably isn't going to benefit you. You could get hurt. You could drop down in the draft or whatever, which probably won't happen. But... It's just going to be an amazing thing to see Zion just declare and and uh, just go out for his future and see and solidify his his NBA stardom. That's been another episode of Four Quarters Podcast. You can tune in 
to this podcast and our other Cesspool Network podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can tune in on Spotify, other places where you're getting your podcast. We've got Pros and Cons, hosted by Jack and Kev. We've got Off Mic with Pedro Solomon. We've got Seymour. We've got Collection. We've got everything you need. So come on back. It's the Four Quarters Podcast.